0: Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We have already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. Successfully Unemployed, your place for freedom.
1: It is time for the successfully unemployed show. My name is Dustin Heiner and I'm here to show you how you can become financially independent, retire early and never work for somebody else again. Now there's an acronym I need you to know. It's just overbroke and that stands for your job. You live just overbroke if you work for somebody else working that dead end job. Now I got laid off from my job and that woke me up to realize There has to be a better way than working for somebody else, and so I personally found real estate investing, but this show, the Successfully Unemployed show, is all about helping you find every single way possible to not have to work a job and provide for your family so you can have money coming in to provide for the roof over your heads, food on your plates, and everything else with being an entrepreneur, being an investor, a side hustle expert, and everything in between, because I want you to learn how You can provide for your family without working that J-O-B. Now, I want you to get started right away, and I want you to learn something that I wish I would have known a long time ago. It's passive income. Passive income is where you work one time, one time, and you get paid over and over and over and over and over and over again. I'll give you an example. When I buy one rental property, and I have 30 plus properties, if I buy one rental property, it's making me money, $250 at least, or more every single month, in passive income. That's where I don't work and I still make money. Imagine having 10 properties at $250. That's $2,500 a month. And just imagine, as you scale, you get more and more. Some are more and some. You're gonna have so much money coming in with passive income. And I want to get you started. Just like if you wrote a book and you had a, wrote a song, it, any way to work one time and get paid over and over again. Now, my best-selling book, I wanna give you for free. I sell it on Amazon right now, but my best-selling book How to quit your job with passive income. I literally want to give it to you for free. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash free book. Successfullyunemployed.co forward slash free book. It's all one word. And I will literally give you my PDF version of the best selling book, How to Quit Your Job with Passive Income. So get that book, get started right away, and change your life. Now, today we're going to be talking with an expert in becoming on fire on fire that's an acronym for financially independent and retiring early fantastic acronym and i'm going to have our expert come on and show you how you can do it just like he did just like i did and remember we're just normal ordinary people think of us like your next door neighbor saying hey this is how we did it and this is how you can do it as well all right let's get in the show and i hope you enjoy this and be able to take away that you can become financially independent and retire early okay let's get in the show now today I have somebody who's actually a really close friend of mine and the reason why we got to be close friends is because we started talking about real estate. Then we started talking about business. We were at a networking event. It was a conference and we got to know each other and realized how, how well aligned we are and how we get along really well but how we just love helping other people too. And so I am super excited to bring on my friend Michael Kwan. Thank you so much for being on the show. He has the website financiallyalert.com as well as Breakthrough Millionaire podcast, breakthroughmillionaire.com. We'll get into all that. So, Michael, thank you so much for being on the show.
0: Thanks so much for having me, Dustin. This is going to be a lot of fun, and it's great to be doing this with you.
1: Absolutely. Now, I want to jump right into it. How do you make money without a JOB, without that just over broke job? How do you make money to provide for your family?
0: That's a great question. And if I could take a little step back first, let me give you a little bit of the backstory so you can understand how I make money today. And so basically just out of college, I was like a lot of other college students. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just had graduated. I'm like, you know, now what what am I gonna do with this degree, this econ degree and this chemistry like minor? What does that mean? Um, Do I go into industry? Do I just, you know, get a corporate J-O-B as as Dustin always says, you know, and get into that that rat race where it's just, just over broke? Or do I do something different? And for me, you know, I didn't really know anything at the time. So I decided that I would just go in and start learning, learning how a business works. So I did get the job and I did start learning kind of just some aspects of what it meant to work in a corporate environment. And it was great because it taught me what I liked and what I didn't like. And so I was lucky that I got a job in IT back when I graduated was during the dot-com boom. And so jobs were pretty generous in terms of salary back then. But then once I was in there for about a year and a half, 9-11 hit and the company essentially imploded. And the economy, obviously all around us, was imploding as well. So it wasn't just my company. And we were around the sixth round of layoffs. And I was just like, what, you know, what am I going to do here? Um, you know, how am I going to, you know, take care of myself? And at the time I didn't have a family, but I was just like, you know, how am I going to survive this? And, you know, I was like, it's interesting. The company that we're in, we're an IT consulting arm, which we're doing support and integration. And we're the only profitable leg of this company. So I was like, you know what? Maybe we'll kind of leave and do our own thing. So I grabbed a couple of their friends, took them in my office, and I was like, you know what? You guys want to bounce before the seventh round of layoffs come and one of our names is on it? And everyone's like, yeah, let's get out of here. And you know, luckily, I was pretty young at the time, and I took the leap. And we spent the next 10 years basically growing this company from the ground up and basically exploring entrepreneurship from a very organic, you know, cash flow basis, meaning that we didn't take any funding. It was just all self-funded. We all put in a couple thousand dollars and we just grew that. And ultimately ended up being like a 12 person company. Um, I think it was about 12 by the time we sold it, $2 million in revenue or whatnot. And we had an opportunity to sell it towards the end. And I was kind of getting ready to transition. I was getting a little itchy to do something different. And so, I finally decided okay this is a great time to sell the business and exited the company took a lot of that money that we got back from the company and then put it into cash flowing real estate and so now kind of back to your question dustin about you know ultimately how do i support my family um, with things that i do today because i'm successfully unemployed as you like to say um, don't have to answer to anyone it's through some of those investments like cash flow real estate. It's through other side hustles that I get to explore through basically having the freedom to do what I want. And what when I finally exited the company and I basically had all this time to myself, I decided that I wanted to be really present with my family. And so I spent the better part of six years basically at home with my kids who were really young at the time. Um, Up until just recently this last year, my son finally went to kindergarten. So I got, you know, at the time back to myself. But I would say that that's a part of kind of supporting that family, right? So even though it wasn't necessarily generating income, you know, we didn't have to pay a nanny, we didn't have to pay, you know, a lot of these costs that are real tangible costs to people that have to go to a job, right? I mean, that can be 10s of 1000s of dollars every single year. And so that was a function of it. And then along the way, I just had the great opportunity to explore tons of different ways to build businesses. So I've done financial coaching, just because I started the blog, um, people started asking me, you know, how did you do what you do? So it spawned a financial coaching practice, which I currently do. It also spawned other ideas, like where I explored an FBA, an Amazon FBA business. So basically, I sourced a product from China. And then basically, I had to make sure there's enough margin in there. And then I send it to Amazon's warehouses. And then you try to market it and then sell it. And I did that for like a good three years. And um, that was profitable, not as much profit as I wanted it to be. But it was enough to basically, you know, add something to the bottom line. And then of course, real estate investing has always been something that I've been interested in. And since I was home with the kids, I decided that, you know, going out and looking at properties, like I used to do wasn't really feasible. So I looked at some new investments, crowdfunding real estate, I did, you know, dozens of deals with crowdfunding real estates. I do syndications currently. And so There's just a number of different streams of income that I get to explore now because I'm successfully unemployed. And I think for today, really kind of getting that message across to the listeners is that finding that place where you can play and also generate income is a ton of fun and you can create impact along the way. I love all that. I love it. And you're basically
1: finding different streams of income. Some are passive, some work harder, but from the very beginning, You started by taking that huge leap of saying, hey, eventually it seems like we're going to get laid off. So let's take that leap. Now, were you married at the time when you quit that job to start your business?
0: I wasn't married at the time, but I was with my current now wife. And so, yeah, there was some, you know, fear that, hey, you know what happens. But the nice thing is if you do end up doing something entrepreneurial, the younger you are, the better, because you got plenty of time to (laughs) screw up and fall on your face and keep going.
1: I I agree I agree it's uh, and so if anybody listening or watching this on YouTube if you're watching the. Uh YouTube episode if you're um, listening to the podcast all that is um, you, you look at the screen. We're just normal people and we've had you know busts and breaks and we've but we've also become successful as well, but it takes time and The younger you start the easier it is because you have less responsibilities You have less mouths to feed and all that sort of stuff So if you're on this right now and you're younger you haven't gotten married right now is the best time now if you're older and and you're like, you know, let's say you already have kids, some might be in high school or whatever. Now's the best time to start. In my opinion, I love the old saying. It's I think it's a Chinese proverb. So, when is the best time to plant a tree? Well, it was 20 years ago. The next best time is today. Like just get started today, start doing that. And what Michael Kwan did was he started with a business. He saw the need, he saw the ability, and he said, let's jump on it. And then from there sold it and then moved on to other things now uh Michael now let's talk a little bit about the idea of going from one thing to the other and then also having multiple streams of income is that something or is that something we should do where we have multiple things that we're going after or should we go after just one what what would you give like advice as far as multiple streams
0: or try to pick one and just go with that one that's a great question Dustin. And for sure, I would definitely tell people that the end game is to have multiple streams of income in the beginning, however, you know, you probably want to focus on one thing specifically that can really generate a chunk of your income. And once you have enough revenue to then start spreading seeds across the board. I would say do that because it then gives you that ability to diversify, you know, similar to in investments like, you know, taking an ETF or a mutual fund where you're buying a basket of stocks instead of a single one, you're able to ultimately grow your net worth and your wealth over across, you know, multiple streams. So you're not just kind of pigeonholed into one. So I think there's great wisdom in kind of keeping, you know, you'll see some of the most wealthiest people, they have lots of real estate and lots of businesses and lots of investments. And so it's a very common thread, I think, that you'll find. It's something that when you're younger to definitely keep your eyes on you know, for the long haul.
1: I love the idea of having multiple streams. I do also love the idea of not just having one stream and multiple streams, but having one river. Like, you go with something that is fantastic for you that can make you money to where it frees up your time. Like, for me, it was real estate investing. Buying property after property. Eventually, I had 30-plus properties. I didn't need to work. In fact, working a job, I was losing money working that job, even though I was making $75,000 a year, I was still losing money. So when I quit, I put it all into my real estate. And then from there, I found other ways to make income and through you know, having a podcast and having courses and coaching and teaching people and helping people. So having that river of of income was fantastic to then branch out to find more streams. Now, Michael, you talk a lot about FIRE on financiallyalert.com. Now, FIRE is something that most people have no clue. Only the people that are in the FIRE space know what FIRE means. But what is FIRE? And let's, uh, let's just start with that. What is FIRE?
0: That's a great question. And FIRE is something that has started trending recently in the last couple of years. So even though the concept and the idea existed quite before that, um, it only got branded as FIRE recently. And so basically what FIRE is, it's just an acronym. The acronym stands for Financial Independence, Retirement Early. And that's all it is. you know. There's a ton of people out there. You had the dream, I had the dream to basically have enough financial freedom, enough financial independence where we can basically do whatever we want and ultimately retire early to be successfully unemployed. Um, Ironically, on the other side of it, once you finally get there, you realize, oh, this is great and this is fun, but there's more work to be done. But we'll leave that for later in the discussion. The main concept though of FIRE that I really kinda wanna get across to you guys is really focusing in on the fi so the fire the fi the financial independence that's the key because the fi is the component that's the main ingredient to this whole recipe and that is what ultimately will give you the freedom and so for those of you that aren't familiar with what financial independence is on a technical term all that means is that you have enough passive income to cover your living expenses so let's just say for example you have five thousand dollars of living expenses that every single month you have coming in, you have going out to utilities, a mortgage, uh, kid's education, whatever it may be, let's just say on average is about $5,000. Then you kind of know in order to be financially independent for yourself that you need $5,001 of passive income to be financially independent. And of course you want to probably grow beyond just the dollar, But you get the idea, right? So that it's more than what you're basically having going out, but the passive income that's coming in can cover all of that and allow you then to basically operate as you are currently and then pursue whatever it is that you want to pursue.
1: Got it. Now, the financial independent part obviously leads into the retire early. So if somebody can actually retire early, they have the means to do so. Now, what would you suggest if somebody were to get started? Like, what's the first step to financial independence? Is it figuring out a side hustle? Is it becoming frugal? Is it budgeting? What's the first step that we should do?
0: And so I think what you'll find with, you know, Dustin, myself, and a lot of other people that have found financial independence early on is that. You want to get very clear. You need to get clear with where you want to go and what you ultimately, what's the purpose of you doing that? You got to find your why. And so, when you're kind of exploring that, again, you want to get clarity on what your numbers are. If you don't know what your numbers are, how are you going to ever measure your results? If you don't know what your outgoing cash flow is, how are you ever going to know what passive income requirements you have in order to create the nest egg or the asset base so that you can basically fulfill that passive income? structure. And so a lot of people, we just kind of bury our heads in the sand. And that's no fault to to you if you're doing that, because we live in a society that really doesn't focus on financial literacy or teach us in our traditional educational system how to manage money. But guess what? Now you guys are on the top you know, few percent that actually have this knowledge. What are you going to do with it? And for the people that are hungry, they're going to go in and be like, wow, I just figured out that life doesn't have to be, you know, in a job, just over broke. I don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. I can grow my assets. And guess what? On top of that, if I grow my assets large enough, those assets will work for me and pay me indefinitely. And that freedom is is magical as Dustin and, and I, you can see we have pretty big smiles on our face. Usually.
1: Absolutely. I mean, my normal day because of the real estate that I have money just keeps coming in. I literally don't work. In fact, well, I guess I do work. I work 30 minutes a month, and that's just by reviewing the statements from my property manager. The other time, you know, the most of the day I wake up, drink coffee, hang out with the family. My wife homeschools the kids. I go to the gym. Um, I come back and have a podcast interview or two, and it's really fantastic because I worked my tail off for like um, at least 25 years. I started a pa- I had a paper out when I was 13 years old. I eventually quit when I was 37 years old. I quit working. I was financially independent, but it took a lot of work to get there. Talk to us about the sacrifice that you need to put in to get to where you're financially independent, get to where you could then live your life the way that you wanted to live it. Do we have to sacrifice at all? And if so, how does that look or what does it look like?
0: That's a great question, Dustin. And sacrifice is an interesting word. Everyone kind of has a different definition of what sacrifice means. You know, For me, I don't know that you necessarily have to sacrifice. However, you have to make very intentional choices. And another reason why I really like fire And financial independence and why i encourage you to go forward into this journey is because not only are you building wealth for yourself and your family but in the process you're building yourself and so i'm a huge proponent of self-development and it forces you to basically grow beyond yourself it forces you to take action in the face of fear it forces you to believe in yourself and to when you're not even able to believe in yourself then to lean into faith and when you're able to do that, you know it's it's a beautiful thing because you're able to operate in a space where it's completely true to who you are, and the integrity is is grounded within you. So again, fire is just such an incredible vehicle. Again, not only just for the wealth, but for the way that it can just build your character over time.
1: Now, what type of characteristics should we grow? Should we? instill in us. I mean, things come to my head, like, like patience and perseverance, what characteristic topics should we think of as we're going through fire, as we're starting to develop inside of us, what should we look to develop inside of us?
0: Absolutely. And so one of the things that, you know, I'm blessed to get to do is, is do financial coaching. And so when I'm working with clients, clients, you know, the first thing that I'm asking is not about money, you know, it's not about like dollars and cents. The first thing I'm asking is, you know, who are you? Like what is your core purpose? What excites you? You know, is it making connections with people? Is it making an impact? Is it having fun with other people? Is it, what is it specifically? And then we dig into some of the personal, you know, the actual numbers. And you know what I think what I really want you to understand some of those characteristics that come out is if you're motivated enough and you find that why then those characteristics will basically appear. So you're going to find perseverance. You're going to find a hunger, that you can't create otherwise, if you're not operating within what's authentic to yourself, you're going to get started and you're going to burn out. But if you have something that speaks to you deep down inside, you're going to be able to push through and persevere and perseverance is by far, I would say the number one thing that it takes in order to find financial independence, because you're going to hit up with so many different roadblocks. And concentrate on the end goal, not necessarily how you're going to get there. I mean, it could be through entrepreneurship, it could be through real estate, it could be through, you know, so many different pathways, even within those different subcategories, There's so many different ways of doing it. So concentrate on the end goal. And then experiment, have fun, explore, try different things, take action. I think what it really comes down to taking massive action really having that perseverance to see what the result is, shift it until you're getting the result that you want and just keep pushing it forward. I think those are the main characteristics that you'll begin to see once you kind of know internally why it's important to you.
1: I love love all that because I know as I've built all my many businesses, um, each time I had to have perseverance, I had to have drive, I had to see, I had really had to see the big picture as well and push through everything because as an entrepreneur, we run into, like you said, so many roadblocks. We come into problems, and that's something as an entrepreneur we need to be good at is solving problems. Even if it's a problem of man, I can't pay the mortgage. You got to solve that problem. You got to figure out a way to solve that problem. So completely love that idea. Now shifting a little bit from the financial independence now to being re- retirement early. Talk to us a little bit about that because whenever I tell anybody, yeah, I you know I retire early or I'm successfully unemployed, they look at me like they, if you're looking at the YouTube video, I know they're kind of like. Uh, they, they cock their head to the side and they kind of like their brain starts turning a little bit. And they're like, So, what do you do all day? Just sit and watch TV, like Netflix all day, or play video games? Like, no, I actually do a lot of stuff. I work more now than I was working at the job. So, talk to us about that retirement early. What does that mean?
0: It's funny. I think that's why we connected on such a deep level, Dustin, initially when we met, because we just got each other. We're like, dude, we're both like retired early, but we're both like working more than we ever worked before. And I will tell you, I was working a lot, like, you know, running a company before. But now, when I'm working on things that I just love and enjoy, you know the time just passes in a blink because it's something that you're just it feels like you're playing right. So in some ways it's not even work. So retirement early can kind of back to that whole fire thing, right I will tell you in the beginning and and probably like a lot of you, right, because I was you know initially at the JOB, I had these dreams right of just you know hitting that number, exiting the job, And then just like kind of sitting on the beach for me and Dustin, we love fishing. I was gonna, I was like, I'm gonna go fishing every single day. I'm gonna just like go play, go do some golf, play some tennis, and just chill out. And I will tell you, when I actually finally did exit the company, I actually did some of those things. I, I chilled out for almost a good year or so. And I did all these different things. I actually went and I fulfilled some childhood dreams. Like I wanted to be in special effects for movies when I was a kid. So I went and took a special effects class and I got to blow up a car of all things. So that was a lot of fun. we got to play with those little squib things where you know, you get shot in the movies and the blood spurts out. Um, So don't get me wrong. The goal is definitely something that want you want it to speak to you. And when you reach that milestone and different milestones along the way, take time to celebrate. Don't get me wrong, take time to celebrate. Having said that, now that I've actually retired early, officially, I kind of have to change my story. So now I say, I retired from a traditional career path, a traditional nine to five career path. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, traditional retirement, you're literally not doing anything. The problem, however, is that if you traditionally retire, then you're not able to grow any further. And if you're not able to grow, then you're gonna be at a place where you're just miserable. Happiness and growth go hand in hand. And so when I finally came on the other side of having fun, I was like, there's something nine at the back of my you know head of like just like, you know what else is there? And now, of course, I did have some fulfillment because I was obviously helping to raise my kids, and that was a very big job in and of itself. But even beyond that, I was like, there's something more that I need to give. And that's ultimately why I created financialalert.com was to share some of those ideas about non-traditional career paths about how to find financial independence ultimately, so that I can pay it forward. And from there, it's just spawned everything else. It spawned the ability to try many multiple different types of businesses, to work with people, you know, as a financial coach to real estate investments that wouldn't have come about otherwise, just by being in this environment and knowing other, you know, investors through online. So it's it's amazing how everything kind of comes full circle. And uh, I guess just my message to you is, you know, just kind of keep that present in mind that when you get there, enjoy it, celebrate and keep moving forward. I love that. You said
1: we got life's about growth. I I can't remember exactly how you said it, but we need to continue growing. And I pictured retirement as, um, Continually working for myself and what's funny is now that I'm retired Quote-unquote retired the traditional retired. It's basically I don't work for somebody else. I work for myself Um, I thought it was gonna be sitting around watching TV, but no it's not in fact. I literally work more now than i did when i had a job and so i gave up a 40 hour a week job to work 80 hours for myself and i love every second of it my brain i can't stop thinking about all the things i could do now it's beyond making money now it's about How many more people I can help? So the more shows that I can interview uh, people and how they, um, I'm even going to get somebody that owns a taco truck. I'm going to have him on the Successful Unemployed show because there's so many different ways that people can do this. And that's where my brain is going now is I have plenty of money. So let's look at other ways that I can grow continually in my business and outside my business in life. And by interviewing people, I can always learn from anybody. I can learn from a street sweeper. I can learn always. And so, for me, it's always growing, and that's why I love having um, being able to in network. And that's something that, as you and I were at a conference, we just you we were at a, at a, at a, a networking event at, for the conference, and there's a bunch of people. And for somehow, you and I just kind of bumped in next to each other, and was like, "Hey, so you know, tell me about you." And then we hit it off, and especially we started talking about fishing and, and being outdoors and all this stuff. And then real estate, I'm like, "Oh, great, this is great." So talk to us about how networking can also help with your becoming financially independent and retire early and get you be successfully unemployed and how networking can help you in that.
0: You know, networking is all about making connections, right? And as a person that, you know, I kind of associated myself as a passive person before and someone that was more kind of like the introverted type. And to a certain extent, I still am on, you know, very introspective and whatnot. However, I forced myself to kind of go out there and to network and to go to conferences to force myself to interact with other people. And the reason why I do that, and the reason why I lean into that fear is because I know that there's great wealth in other people's minds. And having one mind a mastermind, and people specifically people that will raise your game is a game changer. That's one of the biggest things that I really wish that I had done prior, even when I was running my business, I did that towards the end. But really getting into a mastermind where people are already thinking at the same level that you are and even higher. And ultimately you guys all, you kind of raise all of you raise each other up. Like, so for example, like Dustin has very specific knowledge in the area of real estate investing. And so like, I know like anytime, like when, when the markets crash, I'm going to be knocking on Dustin's door and be like, Hey, Dustin, you know, how do I find this deal? How do I vet this thing? Um, But that network, it's so powerful. And the reason why it's so powerful is because, sure, I could go out there, I can figure it out myself. But how long will it take me to figure out all the intricacies and all the specific details that's taken Dustin, you know, a lifetime already of, you know, expertise that he's built over the time? And when I can just tap into that instantaneously because of the network and the friendship that we've built over time, it's incredible. So your net worth is usually a function of those people around you. It's a function of, you know, who you have access to. People that ultimately get these high-paying jobs in executive positions, do you think that they go and apply for that on Monster.com or (laughs) Indeed.com? You know the answer to that already, right? They know people. Someone knows somebody and somebody takes them in and it's this kind of entire networking, these relationships that you build over time. So, you know, for the people that that were like me that were just kind of quiet and reserved. And, you know, didn't really want to kind of put themselves out there. Do it anyway, get outside of yourself, because if you don't do that, no, one's going to know, no, one's going to be your biggest proponent, except for you, unless you speak up. And so when you finally decide to speak up, I mean, the world just kind of opens up and, and Dustin's right. I mean, master, uh, networking is just incredible, but don't just go into it. Like, I guess the other component of it is just don't go into it and do the motions. You got to be engaged. You got to be interested in what other people are doing and get out of your own head. It's not about me, me, me. Oh, look what I did. You know, this is what I'm doing. Be interested in what other people are doing. And you'll just find there's so much information in there that it ultimately serves, it'll serve you in ways that you couldn't even imagine. So I, I definitely want to touch on
1: something you said at the very tail end is get in there and don't be considering just yourself like this is all about me how can you help me the the times that I get somebody coming to me and says here's me 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 you help me I'm like oh man you know I'm I'm gonna go talk to somebody else like I I don't really want to hang out with you anymore because you only care about yourself I like personally working with and I try to emulate the same I like working with people who would like to help other people who are not just in it for themselves and that's something that when Michael and I got together um at the one networking event we started realizing we wanted to help each other out like hey this might be a good fit and then a little bit later i called him up and said hey michael what would you think about doing a mastermind you know i've never been in a mastermind but i think it's probably pretty good where we can you know bounce ideas off each other and so we we started a mastermind we also have one other uh friend in there as well he's a, a great businessman as well actually he's been on the show his name's tom sylvester and so having a mastermind of us three and we're we're probably you know maybe get one or two more but Just having other people to bounce ideas off of and helping, like being there to help each other. That's our goal is to help each other. And we get so much out of it by having that mastermind is such a huge eye opener to see like not just accountability, like, hey, are you getting the work done? But also on top of that, like competition. Hey, you're there. I got to work harder because you're already doing this. I got to beat you. But then also, how did you do it? Oh, I did it this way. Let me show you how to do it. Exact same thing every single which way. So networking, getting a mastermind is really a great way to grow yourself and then also grow your business. Now, Michael, you've given us great, great insights. I want to jump into the rapid fire round. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. These questions should be off the top of your brain. Let's jump right into it. So the first question is now that we've quit our job and instead of just going fishing all the time, we have a little extra time to, to give. To you know, we've been blessed, and so we want to give and we want to give back to everything around us. So how are you giving to make the world a better place or your community or the people around you? How are you giving?
0: Initially, I've tried to, you know, give on a financial basis, you know, since the beginning, even since, you know, when I didn't have a lot of money. Um, because there's always people in need. So I think, you know, just first and foremost, being able to tithe and, and offer some money where you're able to, because it also gives you that sense of abundance. That's important. But beyond that, I realize that where I really get joy is giving kind of of my time and of my abilities. So for example, every summer I'll go to a camp and it's called the global youth leadership summit. And it's put on by the Tony Robbins foundation. And what it is, is they bring kids from all around the world, a lot of third world countries like Cambodia, um, kids from Kenya, from the UK, all over the place, and they bring them together. And it's really a leadership camp designed to really help them at this very tender age of like, you know, 14 to 17, where they really get to know who they are, really build leadership skills at that early age. And so on there serving basically as a coach and helping to fill out um, you know, anything that needs to be done. And so it's just a great environment. We're there for a whole week. I get to chaperone like a group of kids, um, in the dorms. So that's kind of fun. It's kind of full circle. I get to go sleep in a hard college bed and, and then get to appreciate my nice bed when I go home <laughs> after the, after the week. Um, so in terms of giving back, I really like kind of being able to kind of be present with people.
1: That I love that. And especially giving back to, um, like, places like Cambodia, you know, they don't have our, our not necessarily, not just our culture, but the system that we have. It's so we're very, very blessed. And so, great that you're giving back in that way. Now, if somebody were to say, you know, Michael Kwan with FinancialAlert.com and Breakthrough Millionaire, you know, he's doing so many great things with his life. I see that, you know, he's got real estate. I see he's got a uh, 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 Facebook or sorry, Amazon selling. He has these different streams of income. Give us, a, even though you've already outlined a bunch of stuff,
0: give us a succinct way that somebody can get started doing exactly what you've done. I mean, first and foremost, you got to educate yourself. I mean, I can't begin to tell you how many people are in a job, right? And then when they come home, all they want to do is to unplug. And so they turn on the TV. So if you're able to kind of break that cycle, and if you are in that position, that's one easy thing that you can do is you can break that TV cycle. I'm not saying not to watch TV, watch half of what you're watching, watch a third of what you used to watch, take that other time, educate yourself. And once you have that knowledge, all of a sudden, you start getting inspired, you start building new beliefs. And ultimately, beliefs are what lead to our actions and our actions are what lead to our results. If we can believe
1: that we can do it, we absolutely can. And next question is if you were to go back and tell yourself one piece of advice your 13-year-old self,
0: what would it be? Yeah, I think the one thing that I would tell myself is don't doubt yourself and have faith that everything's going to work out. As you go along in this this so-called thing of life, right? It's not a it's not a straight up and down for anybody, right? It's a, it's a roller coaster and you get to decide along the way how to interpret things. And the one thing I really kinda wanna share is that ultimately we get to choose, we get to interpret the events that occur to us. We can't control everything in our lives, but we can control how we perceive them. And if you're operating on faith that things are going to work out, the actions that you take from that point forward are gonna be very different than if you have a belief that things are horrible and you have no control. And woe was me. So really taking the time, I think, to tell myself, hey, you know, things are gonna work out, everything's gonna be great. You know, I think I still would have gotten to, you know, where I ended up. Maybe it just would have been a little bit faster.
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: Great. Now, what is one tool? It could be
1: an app, it could be even a journal, something that we should use in our lives to make our lives more successful and eventually get to be successfully unemployed.
0: Yeah, you know, going back to education, because now, you know, like you, you and I both, we're like working so much. I also find that my time is very limited. And it's so it's my most precious and valued commodity. So how is it that I'm able to then read so many books? And I think what I'd like to share is that, you know, get, get creative, get smart, and some of the cool things that you can do is use things like Audible, right? You can listen to books instead of reading them. And if you're having a long commute, what a perfect time to basically listen to an audiobook, listen to a podcast like Successfully Unemployed, like Breakthrough Millionaire, like a ton of other ones that can really feed your brain. And then also there's apps out there that like Blinkist. I love Blinkist. I don't know if you know what that is. But blink is essentially is like the cliff notes for a lot of nonfiction books. So for like business books, or uh, personal finance or personal development, whatever they might be, people kind of go in and they basically strip it down to its core. And then you're able to digest the core concepts in a blink. That's the whole idea is that it's like 15 minutes, they'll condense an entire 400 page book into like a 15 minute read. And it's great. I mean, so that's something that I regularly tout. And, um, it's just fantastic. It gives you the ability to get the gist of something. And then later on, if you really want to dive deeper, then go get the actual book and read deep into it.
1: That's great. And for everybody listening and watching on this on YouTube in the description, I'll have all these links for everything, even for financial breakthroughmillionaire.com, and everything that's inside there. So I'll have all those links. And the last one, last question is, What is one nonfiction book that it could be about business, could be about life that you would recommend that we should either read or listen to?
0: Yeah, the book that I've been kind of sharing most recently that I really like is a book called Atomic Habits uh, by James Clear. And the reason why I like this book is he really talks about habits, not just on a kind of ethereal level. He talks about how to tactically build it into your life, how to actually create habits that serve you and how to do it in a strategic way. So let me give you an example. You know, Let's say, for example, you wanna build a new habit, and instead of basically starting from scratch, he says, well, why don't you stack it, right? So build it into an existing habit that you have. So let's say that you're brushing your teeth every single day, you don't have to think about that, you do that every single day, but let's say you wanna work out, then why don't you hang your gym bag right in front of yourself when you go brush your teeth? All of a sudden, it's gonna be present of mind you're triggering that next habit just by stacking it. And so it's kind of like habit stacking essentially. So he has like, that's just one of like, probably like 20 different ones that he has in there. And so I I really love that book. That's great. I I personally love having a
1: habit. I, I love having routines. I love having a habit. One thing that I love to do is every single night with my kids, after the routine of getting ready for bed, brushing your teeth, taking showers, all that sort of stuff, we literally read the Bible together. If we read the Bible, we sing uh, godly songs, we pray together. And we've been doing that ever since my 11 year old was like three and every single night. And it's such a habit now that my kids, if you look in the YouTube are they're, they're right there in the background. They remind me, Hey daddy, we didn't read the Bible. We didn't sing songs. We didn't pray like, Oh, you're right. We absolutely have to do that. So having habits is great. So I'm definitely going to have to check out that book. Now, Michael, you've given us so much great insight, so much great wisdom. I want everybody to be able to reach out to you if they want to. Where can they find you?
0: Thanks, Dustin. Yeah, it's been so much fun being on here with you. Um, If you'd like to know more about me, you can find me at financiallyalert.com. And so again, that's my blog. I've been doing that for the last four and a half years. And it's been a great journey of kind of learning some about um, blogging in general. But um, what I really talk about there is personal finance, financial independence, early retirement, non-traditional career paths, and as well as a little bit of personal development, you'll find there as well. Secondly, you can find me on my podcast, which I co-host with Marlon Smith, and we uh, do the podcast at Breakthrough Millionaire. Um, And it's it's a podcast that's, it's about personal finance, but it's also just as much about personal growth. So we really believe that kind of fusing the two together, they go hand in hand. And so really want to be able to build wealth from the inside out, that's the whole goal with that podcast, and so talking to different people. Dustin's come on the show, and and we bring in other people, thought leaders, and really trying to help inspire people when they're at a place where you know they're not quite sure, or they need that little extra inspiration to spur that action to really break through to the next level and break through to that million that you need or beyond the million. You know, whatever it is that, whatever that level is for you, it's about inspiring and pushing you forward to action.
1: And I would definitely say Breakthrough Millionaire is a great podcast. You guys should absolutely check that out. So, Michael, you're fantastic. And that's one reason why I wanted to bring you on is that you and I are just normal, everyday people, like your next door neighbor that just says, hey, I want to help you out. So let's work together. So I'm super excited that, number one, we're friends and we're in a mastermind. But number two, having you on the Success Unemployed show. So thank you so much for your time.
0: Thank you, Dustin. It's been a Awesome
1: pleasure, and we got to go fishing soon. Absolutely. Sounds great, man. Well, take care. Now, I am super excited that I got to bring on Michael Kwan from financiallyalert.com and the Breakthrough Millionaire Podcast. Fantastic guy. He is absolutely amazing. So reach out to him, get everything that he has, and just learn off of him. He's terrific. Now, remember, go and get my free book, The How to Quit Your Job with Passive Income, my best-selling book. Get it for free. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash free book. Get it and start learning right away and quit your job. All right, guys, this has been another episode of Successfully Unemployed with Dustin Heiner. I am super excited you're here with me. I'll see you next
0: week.